Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Foul Balls podcast for Monday, October 30th. Today we will break down the Champions League slate for tomorrow, and I am joined with my co-host, Rob Diamond. Hey, Rob, how was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. Thank you for asking. NFL was a lot of fun. Soccer was a lot of fun. I had a lot of success in both sports this weekend. Thank you, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, what a game. What a late game hammer that game was. Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson both going for four touchdowns each, I believe. Crazy game, crazy game. But anyways, let's dive into this soccer slate for tomorrow. It should be a very interesting Champions League slate as a couple or a few teams have, you know, big points to grab and, you know, really solidify their spots going into the knockout round. Um, Without further ado, let's start, as we always do, by position, and we'll start with the goalkeepers. Um, For me, the obvious guys are up top between Oblock, you know, Ter Sturgeon, PSG's goalie, De Gea. And uh, for Cash, I think it makes the most sense to stay up there. But the one interesting take or goalie keeper I'm going to be looking at is um, Craig Gordon for Celtic. He's playing at home against Bayern. Bayern is currently facing a number of injuries up front to their top two strikers. They may have to resort to running Arturo Vidal at striker, which is something I believe they did this weekend. And Gordon, you know, isn't the worst keeper. He's actually gone positive in every um, Champions League match this week, this year, besides PSG, which is quite obvious as PSG's attack is very hard to deal with. So Gordon's an interesting play. He's 3,900. He's at home against Bayern without their top two strikers. I think he could, you know, see enough saves, maybe, you know, not even let up a goal, but between the amount of shots Bayern should take and maybe give up a goal or two, he should still easily make value, you know, racking up 8 to 10 points. He's one guy I'll be keeping my eye on a lot. How about you, Rob? Yeah, I like Celtic a lot this uh, this slate, too. I think uh, for this entire slate here, DraftKings followed up the weekend with an absolute uh, banger of uh, salaries. It's incredibly hard again. This uh, Probably the hardest we've had so far this season to actually – fit a lot of people in where you're looking uh, for the, the obvious yeah Jan Oblak is uh, someone who is I, I, I don't know how not to take him in this situation because uh, whenever yeah first uh, before I want to get too deep here I want to excuse myself a little bit um, I may be a better real life soccer player than a lot of people that are listening right now I'm definitely not a worldie I don't know how to pronounce a lot of names I don't know how to pronounce a lot of team names excuse anything I I may mispronounce today I do apologize because uh, it isn't intentional I'm not naive I'm very aware of my shortcomings and how bad it sounds Against uh, Farback, I just don't understand how uh, they're going to stop Atletico from not only scoring a ton of goals. On the road, they're garbage. Uh, they they don't score. They don't keep people under five goals, uh, especially world-class talents. And last week, I know a lot of – or I shouldn't say last week, last slate, a lot of people are going to look at the 0-0 draw between these two teams and think it's relevant. And it isn't uh, at home. Farback's un- unreal. But uh, as soon as they travel, it uh, turns into a very bad – uh, quick disaster. Uh, Ariel is going to be one of my top plays this week. I think Anderslecht are very capable. I don't think they're going to score many goals by any means. Uh, but one goal is another question. But the real, the real thing, the real reason for starting Ariel this week is he's going to see at least four shots. 
You can't say that for uh, Ter Sturgeon. You can't. You definitely can't say that for Oblak. You'll be lucky to see two shots on him and be lucky to have a chance to make a save. Uh, so someone like Ariel is, I'm going to be rolling with fairly heavily because I think Anderson has the chance to make a lot of shots, uh, but not actually scoring a bunch of them. Um, I am interested in DeGay and Cash. Outside of Cash, no, I won't be taking the chance of Man United against Benfica. Um, I do really like, again, you're uh, uh, like uh, with uh, Bayern Munich, and uh, since Neuer is out, he's been their go-to guy. Uh, 5500 isn't uh, ideal. He's a little bit expensive because I think uh, Celtic do have enough here to get one, uh, but... On the other hand, uh, this this is a rematch, and we saw what happened last time, and uh, Byron absolutely uh, shelled Celtic. Uh, so I, I'm not really uh, sold on the idea of uh, Craig Gordon, but as the value, he's pretty obvious. There's no question. What I'll be rolling to, though, with my value this week, uh, I shouldn't say value, at the top-end value is a backlink from Basel. I think Basel are in an excellent spot this week. They're going to be the main value grab for a lot of people when they're building the high salaries and they're looking for a logical salary relief. Basel's going to be that team that people are going to turn to. Lisbon are scary. I'm not going to touch Buffon. Um, Chelsea and Roma... It doesn't matter how you want to take this game. I mean, I don't mean literally you. I just mean the listener, you as a person listening. And uh, they have a ceiling of seven goals, uh, so you can't really trust either keeper uh, this match. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if you want to. You just can't because the the amount of goals they scored and how freely and easily they attacked last game against each other. Just there's no reason to take a goaltender in this match. Unfortunately, there. I can feed for a CSKA. I, I like him, but he hasn't kept a clean sheet uh, ever. I think it's like uh, 49 straight games and uh, 20 straight Champions League games. He hasn't kept a clean sheet, so I'm just not interested in that. And Furthermore, that's why I'm so interested in Basel. Uh, Benfica's keepers do interest me. Splar and Valeria, um, they... I just I'm just not sold on uh, Man United uh, attacking feverently. Uh, I think this is going to be a little different game where they're going to have to attack. So Benfica seems like someone who uh, may be able to stun a few people in GPP this week. So I'm not sure I'm not sure where Man United's at right now. Uh, there's a lot of rumors going around. Their dress room's unsettled. Um, Without Pogba, they're a completely different team. I think that's obvious to everyone. So I'm just not sold on Man United's uh, situation right now, especially attacking. And that's why I'll be looking to Benfica a little bit. Outside of that, Craig Gordon is interesting, but I'm really scared about, especially with Byron starting so many uh, capable subs, they're still a world-class team. Uh, so if they're able, if we're, we're as players able to get uh, – uh, some uh, major discounts in Byron starters up front. That may be something we have to look to a lot, and that would uh, obviously take away the chance of playing Gordon. Uh, other than that, there really isn't too much I'm looking for at the bottom. I don't mind Olympiacos uh, for some value, uh, but there's just no way they're going to uh, make anything of the game. Uh, at, uh, at home, they're pretty interesting. Uh, but uh, a 3-1 scoreline is uh, way more uh, conceivable than them uh, keeping uh, Barcelona under two goals. And that's really what you'd have to do here to get value for Olympiacos. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely looking a lot at Areola for PSG as my top keeper play this week. Awesome. I agree for the most part that you have to pay up on this slate. A lot of the guys that are priced down below just have a lot of red flags going into these matchups there. 
you know, they may be at home, but there's a likelihood that they could give up a lot of goals because of the quality of their opponent. So that's what our take is on goalies. Let's move to defenders. A lot of times defenders pairing your defender with a goalie is a smart move. Um, Joshua Kimmich, you know, is the obvious play at 7,300. He should be very popular. He's a crossing machine. He's an insane player. He either scores a goal, gets an assist, or racks up 10 crosses in just about every game when he steps on the field. He, the you know, the 7,300 price tag is completely justifiable. He still even has upside at that price. Um, outside of that, I think the guys priced below him are kind of come with, you know, they're just priced high because of the, you know, the matchup they're in. But uh, if you're paying up for, like, Danny Alves or Felipe Luis or Thomas Mounier, I think it makes much more sense to just pay the extra 1000 and get up to Kimmich. He's just significantly better. He offers a insanely higher floor and yeah that's just you know basically what i think about the top guys i think alexander kolarov is interesting playing against an epl opponent he's the epl is a league he's been playing in for the past few years after moving to roma or before moving to roma so he's very used to you know the the quality and the type of opponent that the english premier league clubs make He's been playing out of his mind. Like Kimmich, he racks up crosses in a hurry and also is very involved in the team's offense. But below that, it just gets a little, you know, a little sketchy. David Alaba, I think, again, the other side of Bayern's attack, he offers some interest. He had nine crosses against Celtic last week. Juan Fran is another interesting play of 5K, but, the you know, the floor just isn't there. Atletico has been struggling to score a lot of goals this year. They, I believe they haven't scored a goal in, I don't know, the past few matches. They're currently third in their group right now. And they're definitely going to need a victory at home against Car- Car- Carabag. I don't know how to pronounce that. Like, I Carabag. <laughs> yeah, like Robin. I apologize. I'll, I'll for, respect to them and everything. It's just I don't know how to pronounce a lot of things. Yeah, these, a lot, yeah, these words are very... Um, tricky to pronounce but outside of that like rob touched on i think basel is definitely the place where people are going to go for their value they are currently atop of their group and if they win this game they likely will get into the next knockout round so this is a very big game at home for them against moscow who they did beat a couple weeks ago in russia but i think it, it gets a little tricky outside of that uh, I think Lucas Digne on Barcelona is a very interesting play. He's not supposed to start, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does start. Barcelona's fullbacks usually don't get involved in their offense because they have, you know, Messi and Suarez up front. Those guys are ball hogs, and they don't really need to push push forward on the left and right back area. And, yeah, I don't think I'll be going below, you know, 4K this weekend, defender. How about you, Rob? Yeah, this is really tough. Uh, first, we got to talk about Kimmich uh, because basically, if you play Kimmich and another defender that's not below 4K, it's impossible to logically get Messi or Neymar or Cavani or I guess Lewandowski's hurt, uh, Lukaku, anything that's really the high end here. You won't be able to fit into your cards 
if you take Kimmich. It's just not possible. Uh, the midfields don't offer any logical salary relief this week uh, outside of uh, a couple little obvious plays. But until you see the starting lineups and you can find someone who's in an attacking position for a huge discount on one of these major teams, then maybe you can consider getting Kimmich and another really high defender in there. But if you choose to go that route with Kimmich and another high-end defender, you're limiting yourself hugely up front uh, to basically anything below 8k forwards which uh would basically cut out the top 15 forwards for you uh in order to play uh, and now i'm not saying that you can't do it obviously you can you can go play someone uh for 3500 midfielder on cska or something that will maybe get you 1.5 points and you can hope to accumulate everything else just outside that uh, on pure raw points but that's just not logical you shouldn't be doing that so um really getting Kimmich in there is really hard this week if you want to take any kind of attacking power. Uh, I like the Man United wingbacks, wherever they start. I think they're going to be at a huge discount. Most of my cash cards are probably going to be Kolarov and Kimmich. I don't uh, know how any other wingbacks can really outscore them. Uh, the PSG wingbacks are going to be something that I'm uh, going to experiment with in uh, GPPs. Uh, Philip Luis is way too expensive. Don't pay for that. Drop down to Juan Fran, 5000 on Atletico, uh, the other wing back. He was uh, red-carded over the midweek there, uh, so he should be seeing lots of time here as he's going to be facing a domestic suspension going forward. I like the Barcelona wing backs. A uh, little bit expensive. Uh, I think, uh, in, in general... Uh, DraftKings has priced the Barcelona defenders a little bit under. Uh, I believe they uh, DraftKings believes Olympiacos is going to score. Uh, so you can either bet against Olympiacos to score or bet with them to score. Uh, if you're betting against, take some Barcelona guys because they're going to get them at a super discount. Uh, again, where I'll be looking for on my defense is uh, the Basel game. And I'll be looking at uh, Lang and uh, Petretta. The reason I'm really looking at these two is Basel plays uh, like a 3-4-3 or a 3-5-2, where their two defender defender wingbacks are wing midfielders. Lang and Petretta are a left and right midfielder. They're not defenders. So they're going to be seeing lots of offensive variance this game. And when you can get that opportunity to get both of them as wing midfielders uh, and a CS bonus at the same time, uh, that's usually a, a play I'll be jumping onto. So I'll be looking at those pretty hard just for the dfs exposure it's a good dfs play uh we may not know much about basil or cska but we can just rely on that variance play uh to maybe pay off in cash the only person cheap i'll be looking for is uh kieran tierney on uh celtic it doesn't matter what opponent he seems to uh find a way to pad his stats whether it's uh with offensive stats or with defensive stats i think uh, last time they played by uh, byron he had uh seven tackles or something like that uh he he manages to step up it doesn't matter really who they're playing uh uh, six interceptions uh, when they played Baron last time. So um, he's one of those guys that manages to actually pad his defensive stats when he plays uh, an attacking threat. So I'll be looking to Kearney, uh, Tierney in uh, cash. Uh, other than that, there's only a couple more plays. Um, I'll be looking 
at a couple center backs here, uh, David Luiz again, uh, and uh, Matt Hummels on uh, Byron. I'll be looking at those two as center back plays uh, to kind of throw into uh, my defensive role to really find that uh, salary relief, which is really hard to find this week. I also don't mind uh, Dennis Apaya on uh, Anderschlecht. Um, for cash. He's someone that takes a lot of free kicks, and so he'll be pumping a lot of balls in, and you don't really have to worry uh, because on DraftKings, the defenders don't lose points for uh, having uh, goals go in. Uh, so that isn't really a big concern. Uh, really, the whole uh, Byron back line is interesting to me. They're all pretty cheap uh, outside of Kimmich, obviously, but uh, sometimes you just have to find that variance play, and uh, looking for a center back to score maybe that this week to get that salary relief, because uh, I'm not quite sure outside of the top end guys you're going to find defensive output this week yeah i agree the Bayern center backs are definitely interesting matsumos and boateng or javi martinez whoever starts there javi martinez was cleared to play this weekend and he played and i believe he racked up like nine points but outside of that i think javier mascherano is interesting since pk was red carded last game out he should um seamlessly slot into the Barcelona back line. If you think Bars can hold a clean sheet, Javier Mascherano should be very involved in you know winning tackles, interceptions, because Olympiacos will most definitely be pushing forward. So outside of that, we're going to move to midfielder. And midfielder, it's quite obvious. You know, you got the top guys, Neymar, Messi, Umbap, Dybala, Griezmann, and... Di Maria, Hazard, Robin, all these guys are definitely in play. We'll have to wait to see lineups and formations, but I, I don't know. You know, if if it if you struggle to fit the high price guys in, I definitely think there's you know viable options below. Like Robin makes complete sense to me. Eighty four hundred without Mueller and Lewandowski, he's definitely going to be probably the focal point of their offense. Whoever Byron starts up front is, you know, that's where I think I'll have the majority of my exposure because they're very cheap, underpriced considering this matchup. If Vidal gets the start at striker at 6,600, that's an amazing play. And the midfielder, I think, um, what was I going to say? I think Griezmann is another obvious play. He's, you know, priced just below the Neymars and the Messis. He has, he doesn't have the exact same upside, but in this matchup at home when the team needs three points very badly and they need goals, it's quite obvious who they're going to look to. Griezmann's their best playmaker. He will definitely look to make Simeone and his, and his home crowd happy. I heard news or rumors that um, Umbop has been playing, you know, kind of bad, and it wouldn't be surprising if they slid in Di Maria into the starting lineup. He makes for a fine play at 9,200 if he finds himself in the um, the lineup. But outside of that, I think the Basel midfielders are, you know, the place to go for value. They, if you roster uh, this guy Shaka, I believe he's priced all the way down at 3,600. He um, last came out in Moscow, he provided a goal and assist, had a couple crosses, fouls drawn. He's just 3,600 at home in a, you know, in a win, easy win scenario. He makes a ton of sense. He looks to be their, like, 10 guy, their number 10 role. Everything basically facilitates through him, and he's definitely a guy I'll be looking to target this weekend. How about you, Rob? Yeah, um... For, uh, I'll leave uh, the forward guys to forward. Like uh, I'll talk with them in a few minutes. Uh, but you're you're spot on about Di Maria and uh, Mbappe. Uh, that's a correct call. 
PSG's not very happy with him right now. Uh, he's uh, apparently been causing a lot of dressing room issues too. So wait and see what happens. Uh, but I'm pretty set on Di Maria uh, as a, a play this week because he will be handling set pieces um, if he slots in over Neymar even. So we'll get we'll get to that in a bit though. Um, Robin is someone that you have to play this week at 8400 with. Uh, Mueller, Mueller and uh, Lewandowski out. Uh, Aaron Robin's going to be seeing 90 minutes. You don't have to look too deeply into stats to see that he's playing at an absurdly high level right now. Um, he... He's one of those guys that's pretty emotional and uh, he's retiring at the end of the season and I'm pretty pretty positive uh he would like to see byron succeed i like their new coach i like how they're playing i like byron going forward uh that's why i'm a little bit off gordon but uh when you have someone like robin uh who you know will be uh, starting and getting 90 minutes if he come if he starts he doesn't come off the field so uh that's someone that uh, you can look at he hasn't been subbed yet this season uh i'll, I'll be looking to it uh, james rodriguez uh from byron munich he'll be another player that i'm after at 8100 uh, he'll be another person with the injuries that'll be seeing 90 minutes whenever uh you can go to roots whenever they start uh, a surprise starter because of injury you can take the cheap guy or you can go with that known guy that you know will have that extra exposure and extra workload uh to deal with and i like rodriguez and robin to step up this week uh sliding down a little bit coke on atletico uh madrid is someone i'll be rostering in every format this week as much as i possibly can he will be playing i know it has a question on him uh he uh took the last couple weeks off here and he's supposed to be uh, making he was supposed to return on the weekend and he didn't so he should be returning this week uh pianic on uh, juventus is another guy i'll be rostering a fair amount there's been take a lot of fouls so i'll be looking to uh panic to see a little bit of an uptick in his floor because uh, he'll be handing a lot of the set pieces uh Carado's another guy you can look at probably my absolute top play this weekend uh or this week i should say for uh midfield will be angel korea on uh atletico he is uh, seeing 90 minutes uh, with the injuries that are happening. If Carrasco is in, which doesn't seem like will be the case, it sounds like he has a pretty serious uh, knee injury that he's dealing with right now. He's seeing a specialist. So um, Angel Korea has been playing 90 minutes in his wake. And if you can get uh, Angel Korea and uh, Vidal next to each other, 6,600s, uh, as uh, two midfielders, you're actually saving a lot of money. I know it doesn't sound like it because it's a 62.50 uh, average average per player but that's a huge huge discount on those two players in this game situation Korean Vidal if they both start get them into your cards as much as you possibly can it's going to be such a huge deal this week for them uh Gatan Nicholas Gatan on Atletico is another guy I'm looking at uh for a little bit of salary relief Akuna is an interesting GPP play I like Lisbon this week uh, I'm not sold on Juventus especially against Lisbon at home Juventus struggled against Lisbon in Juventus and Lisbon are notoriously better at home uh so I'm really looking for Juventus to slow down the game here and uh, see a really, really low-scoring game, but at the same time achieve a decent floor, uh, considering uh, Acuna's only 5,400. Um, getting down to the really low guys, the, this is this is the issue this week. You can either get down deep here uh, with some things that are question marks, or you can just... Uh, 
pay up at modern levels and avoid the messies and everything. Uh, Peasy is the one guy I'll be looking to down in this range. Uh, he plays for Benfica against Man United. He's, uh, like you, you mentioned earlier, he's in that number 10 role. Um, he uh, deals with a lot of the set pieces. I know Man United are in a uh, defensive squad and they usually shut people down fairly well, but the issue here is that uh, Man United have to win this game, so I'm looking for them to attack a little bit more and to open up a little bit more at the back and to take a little bit more chances. They may take a few more fouls and PZ could end up with a few more free kicks. Uh, Barcelona's midfield's hurting too, so I'll be looking at Denis Suarez if he'll be starting. He's been incredible the last couple of weeks for them, but uh, outside of that, there really is nothing when you get down there. Zach is a good play, like you said, on Basel. But, uh, it, like, do you want to take a, like, Sammy Kadira at defensive mid? Do you want to take a, a Bakiako on Chelsea and hope he gets a point? Like, it's it's too tough when you get down here. So it's better. Uh, I'm hoping Asoma starts for Juventus. That's really my only hope. Uh, I know it's a punt play again, but uh, I just can't find any low salary relief this week in uh, midfield. When you get down to Pizzi, he's even, uh, like, a something you don't want to do with 4,500 against Man United, but like you almost have to. So that's just where you're kind of at this week for midfield. Interesting takes, interesting takes. I agree with the most part. Um, yeah. The midfield guys definitely offer some intriguing prices between Vidal, Gaetan, and Correa. Whoever gets the start, Sal Niguez for the Atletico up front for Simeone. I'll definitely be all over those guys. Anyways, let's move to forward. Forwards, you know, we have the obvious Neymar Messi. They have dual position eligibility. Lewandowski's out, like we said, and Mueller's out too. It makes for Robin a fine play. Um, the Chelsea guys are very interestingly priced. They are currently at the top of the group right now. Hazard and Morata are both 85-8300. Roma is not a team that necessarily shuts people down, and they will definitely be looking to go forward. Jacko is priced just above them. He had an incredible goal in um, Chelsea a couple weeks ago. He's definitely in play. Uh, I think the you know the Chelsea guys are also in play as that game should be high scoring in a shootout. I don't think either team will shut e each other out. And then just below that, like we've been talking about Basel all day long, this guy Dimitri Oberlin is probably my favorite player of the slate at his current price. He's fifty nine hundred. He's got three goals in his past two Champions League matches for Basel. He came on as a sub against Siesca and scored off of three uh, off of two shots on goal. And yeah, I think at fifty nine hundred, he makes for a fine play at home against Siesca. He should, you know, he should start up front. They should run everything through him. He should see a ton of shots on goal, and hopefully, he'll get ninety minutes. And that's basically what I have for forwards. I'm not really looking to go much below him. It just gets a little mucky down there. I think you gotta stay at his price or go up forward for the obvious plays. How about you, Rob? Yeah, so first of all, let's touch on uh, Messi and Neymar here. How I'm approaching this week is I'm uh, basically going to be making uh, three or four identical GPP cards and just slotting in Neymar and Messi into them. Uh, that isn't my entire GPP play this week, but that's what I'll be doing a fair amount because it's impossible to get them both in, first of all. It's just not logical. You can't you can't do it safely. Uh, so I'll be looking to one or other them an awful lot. Uh, I like Cavani too, uh, but if he is uh, starting with um, Di Maria and Neymar, I like Di Maria and Neymar more. Uh, Neymar draws about uh, five more fouls a game than Cavani, and 
has the exact same floor outside of that. So uh, I would like to spend up a little bit more on Neymar. Um, Di Maria is an excellent play again, 9200. Just an excellent discount play on a world-class uh, elite uh, talented team. Where I'll really be attacking this week up front is uh, the Griezmann, uh, Ed Jacko, and uh, Di Maria price range, uh, the 93 to 86. Uh, I'm not sold on Luis Suarez, but uh, Griezmann's probably going to finish as the raw points leader this week. Uh, Farback shouldn't be able to keep Atletico from scoring more than four goals. Uh, I know Atletico is a notorious defensive team, uh, but they have to win this game. Uh, and they're coming to the point now where they've really backed themselves into the corner and they're going to have to attack. Look to Griezmann to be the real beneficiary of that. And when you think about it, uh, Neymar shouldn't be the kind of vocal point Griezmann is. Cavani could be close. Messi is the obvious focal point, but is he, is he going to actually outperform Griezmann? Uh, I'm not sure this week. Uh, Farback's really bad and Olympiacos are decent at home. So that's just what I'm looking at there. Jekko's a must-play. Chelsea had literally no answer for him whenever he was there two weeks ago. Chelsea had literally no answer for him when he played for Man City and he tore them apart every single game when he was in England. Chelsea have no answer for Eden Jekko. The only answer for Eden Jekko is for Jekko himself to screw up. So unless he has a bad game himself uh he's i think he's in top form right now so he should absolutely tear again this game and at 8600 he probably has the high ceiling this week he is the only player of the slate really when you look at all the high-end guys who has a ceiling uh coming in from that identical match last slate so uh jekko's really top guy here. Uh, he's got the high ceiling. He's got an excellent floor. Chelsea have no answer. So there's really no reason not to play him at 8,600. Uh, uh, I, I could, uh, you could convince me that Roma aren't going to attack. I, I could buy into that idea, but I just don't think Chelsea are good enough to stop Jekyll from doing what he wants. Again, Robin, get him in there. He's going to be awesome. I'm not sold in the Chelsea forwards. Uh, they were less than impressive uh, this weekend at Bournemouth, uh, especially uh, Morata, who looked completely off. Uh, so I won't be touching them. Hazard's interesting, but uh, even what one big thing that really turns me off from Chelsea is the majority of their crosses and corners are quick, short plays. So in other games where you're getting points here from people crossing the ball, Chelsea just play it short and dribble, and they don't cross the ball. So it's a major dent to their ceiling, uh, for I should say, major dent to their floor and ceiling uh, when they're not really taking set pieces. Uh, James Rodriguez, 8100, uh, excellent play. Carrasco, if he starts, you're going to have to put him in as much as you can. Uh, Mandzukic is someone I really like on Juventus. He's just a very good offensive threat. And uh, I know he doesn't really have the floor for cash, but in GPP, he's a great play. I'm really hoping Fernando Torres starts this week i would love to get him in a game uh i haven't been able to play him for a long time uh, logically so looking forward to actually getting the chance to play him since his liverpool days a uh, vitinho someone you're gonna have to look at on a cska against basil he's got an incredible floor for his price of 6200 he really doesn't have the ceiling but he handles a lot of csk set pieces including penalty shots so if you're looking Looking to catch a, a break there, that would be one way to go. I like Oberlin. He hasn't started yet, which is uh, my concern. Or when he did start, excuse me, he didn't play a full game. But it do honestly doesn't even matter at this point. Uh, 
he he has a skill set that's pretty unique. He's a big guy, but he can run like the wind. And uh, he had a couple of big opportunities that he didn't score on, uh, even as a sub last game. So look for him to really step up here if he does start. Uh, again, you can put in Gatan if he's starting. The last one I'll be touching on here is uh, the Celtic forwards. Uh, Sinclair, Dembele, Griffiths, whoever ends up starting here are all in play for me uh, simply on price alone. Uh, especially if uh, if it looks like uh, you can nail down their set piece taker on Celtic, uh, that uh, that's all the better. Uh, Griffiths isn't taking the same amount of set pieces he was before, which is kind of disappointing. Uh, but uh, in terms of Dembele, I actually would surprise me if he gets some minutes here. He's been seeing a few more minutes uh, coming up to this game, so uh, I wouldn't mind if he finally got a start and you can play him. The last I'll talk about is Harris Sefervic on um, on Benfica against Man United. Uh, I just like Man United to be a little bit shaky this game. And as a GPP play, I don't mind that. The same with Jonas. The pair of them are, uh, I think, really fun GPP plays. I really like Lisbon again. I'm not sold on Bastus, but uh, Martins is someone that you're probably going to have to look at for GPP. Uh, I know he has the midfield forward uh, option too, so that's a huge deal. But uh, he's incredibly fast. And he gave, uh, though his... Uh, Though his stats don't necessarily show it, his DFS results, he had an incredible game against Juventus uh, last time around. And uh, I, I would look to him to kind of step up here and have another uh, pretty interesting game this week at that price range. Awesome. There you have it. These are our takes for Tuesday's Champions League slate. It should most definitely be a very entertaining slate as a lot of top teams are playing and, you know, somewhat appealing matchups and must-win scenarios. So... That'll do it for this edition of the Foul Balls podcast, and we will be back tomorrow to break down Wednesday slate. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.